This is the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Oh, intermission. No, it's halftime. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue for the best liquor, beer, and wine deals in the River Valley. Arkansas wins the national championship! Check out Eastside Liquor on Facebook for weekly specials. Say goodbye! Darren McFadden, 80 yards, touchdown! Hey, Matt, you want to know how, uh, how much of a geek I am? I'm such a geek, I'm getting really excited and fired up watching a man leave chalk lines on a grass field. Mm. I mean, it's about as boring as it gets for being really excited about something, isn't it? You enjoy the process. Well, I do like watching um, a baseball field get lined, you know? And I appreciate that this baseball field, Baumwalker Stadium, actually actually has a field that you can line. I've never lined a field, no. I don't think you should trust me to make straight lines of anything. Yeah, I've, I've done a football field before. It's, uh, it's That's got to take a minute. It's a process. You, you know, you kind of got to get your get your string and get the straight lines because you, you don't want it to be – you can't, can't be crooked. That's my problem. Like, I was never able to draw – I was the kid who always went outside the lines in, uh, in art class. So uh, there's no way I could make a baseball field properly. There's too many straight lines you got to draw. You got to make the baselines. You got to make the uh, – the right field and the left field lines. Don't expect me to say the word F. It's not happening. Uh, and then you got the boxes around the plate. You got the circle you got to make around the pitcher's mound and around the batter's area. It's just, I mean, they're, they're groundskeepers, but they're really artists. I mean, then again, they're just straight lines. It shouldn't be that difficult to make. But yeah, 21 days out, I'm getting excited about watching a man leave a uh, little chalk dust in a straight line for about, uh, about 150 feet or so. Hey, there are some fields we'll play on this year where the um, you don't need any chalk. They don't they don't need anybody to leave any any uh, chalk lines on anything. So you man, I'm thinking about trying to. How long would it take to line a football field? That is con, that will take considerably longer for a football field than a baseball field by far. Yeah, you know when you were uh, you know pops being a football coach and 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 you're going up there and you got to put the the diesel down or however you kind of get your lines down first to, to start it off and then uh, you know each week uh, game week if it's a seventh grade game eighth grade game now you know you play on different days and sometimes if you get enough up there on friday you know maybe it'll still be there on on tuesday wednesday whatever but yeah it's a process i still can't think of a football field being aligned without the uh remember the snickers commercial kansas city chefs Great googly moogly. You, you, no, no regrets. Not even, not even a letter. <laughs> right. And then there's the one thing that I think, if you've ever watched it done before, you had to think to yourself, that eh, looks like that'd be kind of fun to, to to drive. The Zamboni at the hockey arenas, and and really any ice rink too. I mean, if, since NHL '95, that's, that's, that's it. You yeah, know, right. You, you've wanted it to be a Zamboni. That is, it's actually mesmerizing to watch a Zamboni do its thing. And I grew up going to met plenty of Penguins games. It's been, it's been a minute since I went to an NHL game, but I'd, I'd say I've been to over 100. So, I mean, you get two intermissions. What are you going to do? You Go get in line, go get a hot dog, go get your nachos, go to the bathroom and everything. But it's 20-minute intermissions. You know, it, <laughs> there's a lot to just sit around and, and, and do nothing. So what do you do? You sit there and you, you drool watching the guy, you know, resurface the, the ice rink. <laughs> it's... It's uh, it's science, right? How do they do that, man? That's so cool. Why are we not choking in here with that or with that, uh, with all of this carbon monoxide going through the arena? Uh, all right. Speaking of football and 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 the chefs and lining fields, um, you got a couple of quarterbacks in the AFC Championship game, Matt. That if you when you pressure them and they will get pressured, they're so good 
um, on the fly and improvising, you know, to different styles. I look on the bet Sarah's an app right now, and they've got uh, a couple of prop bets that are worth looking at. Patrick Mahomes, 50-plus rushing yards, plus 400, and uh, then add another 25 yards for Lamar Jackson. But they've tacked on Isaiah Pacheco with 75 rushing yards along with Lamar Jackson at 75 rushing yards. You know, I know uh, the, the Chiefs, they'll come with various blitzes. And I wonder if the question about Lamar is you got to try to hold him in the pocket because if you flush him out of that pocket, Matt, that's, that's when he can be at his best. You know, some of these teams, you saw like when, uh, when, when you saw Jaden Daniels at LSU, uh, you see teams play a spy on a quarterback, and, and I get it. Uh, but to me, it's it's easier if you if you have lane discipline and and you can play your defense. When you when you play a spy, you're telling an alpha, you're telling a hitter to almost be defensive or to it is, you're not really reacting. I mean, you are reacting and playing, but you're really just hesitating and kind of watching the quarterback. And if the quarterback doesn't move much, you're just kind of sitting there. So you're just waiting, right? There's di- yeah, there's different ways to go, and, and there's there are times a spy can be helpful. I'm just not a not a fan as much, but you just can't play two man. You gotta have you always always got to account for the for where the quarterback is and and with you see the 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 quarterback I mean even even on the other side golf and purdy they they can move around a little bit as well I mean they're not Josh Allen and I think Lamar Jackson's the only one that I'm really worried about running like really doing anything I don't think Mahomes golf or purdy will either one of them I have 50 50 rushing yards but they they the thing that Mahomes does so awesome is he keeps his eyes downfield? The, this the, the 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 connection he has with Kelsey, the timing he has with some of those guys, and just being able to to understand where where they are at the field at the times and what's taken away and and where to go. I mean, he just uh, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best ever at keeping his eyes downfield. But he also just seems to feel where the rush is coming. Right, from. He, you don't you're not looking at it. That's young quarterbacks to do that. Young quarterbacks, you get caught up in in looking and and especially you saw that with KJ quarterbacks that get hit if you get yeah. hit a couple times in three four five times a game week after week man you kind of start looking at stuff and and if you're not then you're able to keep your eyes downfield and they also kind of start to i guess sort of uh, expect the hit <laughs> and then <laughs> almost brace yourself for it before it even you saw um, there the guy um oh the the quarterback at washington he got hit a couple times and he was he was thrown off his mark michigan made him off his mark he missed some passes late you saw one, he, he broke up in the pocket and he had a wide open running back, but he sees the rush and, 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 and flips it and kind of, you see his eyes go. Uh, but if he, if the thing is too, and, and coach would tell you, you're going to get hit anyway, so you might as well make the play. You know, don't, don't worry about it. And, but, but he was, it's just human nature. Yeah, you're right. And the way that you think about Lamar escaping the rush is that he's going he's gonna to put his head down, he's going to run for it. Now, I mean, he also throws on the run too, but he's more of a runner at that point. With Mahomes, I mean, he's shifty when he gets out of the pocket. Uh, they're not designing runs for him the way you will with Lamar, but also he's more of a of a passer when he gets on the run. You know, I, I picture like Lamar's eyes might not be downfield as long as Mahomes' eyes might be downfield. And both of these defenses are really good at at at, at getting to the quarterback. They're so gonna, this is going to be a huge aspect of Sunday of uh, the AFC title game. Ravens do a lot more zone blitz than man blitz. That, that's just the thing. So I, I would, you know, the, the Chiefs play a little more man. I think the Ravens' defense is the best defense uh, left. But, yeah, they're, they, I, 
I don't think you have to spy Mahomes as much. The thing with Mahomes, you don't want to play two man when it's third and eleven because then he will he will take off and and he can get that first down. Outside of the quarterbacks, the best playmaker in either of these two games is Christian McCaffrey. I mean this this is an amazing running back and. I mean, we've known this ever since he came out of Stanford. He had a couple of great years from Carolina before the injuries kind of, you know, did him in for at least two years. But, man, has he bounced back since the trade over to San Francisco. That's somebody that, I mean, he's already a star. It's not a matter of that. But I don't know if he's talked about enough because it's more about the quarterbacks when it comes to, to this game. It's more about Mr. Irrelevant against number one. And it's also about... You know, a two-time MVP against a two-time Super Bowl. I guess I'm assuming Lamar wins the MVP, but I don't see how he's not going to. You know, it's more about the quarterbacks. And then if you look at some of these other playmakers, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's about as good as it gets. And Jameer Gibbs, if he breaks through the line, watch out. That's somebody that can take it to the house immediately, and nobody's going to catch him if he gets past that second level. Should be a couple of get, couple of good games on Saturday, Matt. I think, yeah, you know, the thing with Purdy is you don't he doesn't want to lose it. I, I do think McCaffrey's their best weapon. I, I'm a Kittle's fan as well. I, I think that dude is 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 as good. Kittle is is, is as good as they get. You, you need Debo. They the most talented roster is San Francisco. If you just go top to bottom without the quarterback, you take the quarterbacks out and you look at rosters. It would be it would be San Francisco. It would be Baltimore. It, then it would then it would probably be you know Detroit's pretty pretty talented, but Kansas City, Detroit, like that. Then now you're mixing into the to the quarterback game, and I think Purdy's the fourth. If if you were to if you were to say which one was the fourth, that you know you would you would be drafting him fourth, but McCaffrey. Non-quarterback, best offensive player left in the playoffs. Well, at least on Bet Sarazin, the money continues to go to Baltimore just a little bit more. Yesterday, the line was Baltimore minus three and a half. Today, it's up to minus four and minus 200 on the money line. Detroit, still a seven and a half point underdog at San Francisco. Niners, you can get minus 325 on the money line. I kind of like Detroit, though, plus 260. That'd be, uh, that'd be actually pretty good value if they can pull off an upset. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always an MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Hickey and Hole Law Partners are now here for you and all your legal needs in MENA and the Little Rock area. Hickey and Hole Law Partners specializing in divorce, custody cases, civil litigations, and more. Having over seven decades of combined experience to better serve you and the community you live in. Please visit KevinHickeyLaw.com or call us at 479-434-2414 for a consultation or come by an office nearest you. Things are about to get better. All right, we got to get into this basketball game tomorrow just a little bit here. You know, kind of have to do it. It'll be on our airwaves. 4.30 is when we'll get the uh, courtside show started. 5 o'clock is the tip. Arkansas and Kentucky for the first of two times this year. And, boy, it, it, it felt exciting when the season, when the schedule was released and you saw that you had Kentucky uh, in your own building before the halfway point of the conference season. 
And then you would go to Kentucky to close out the regular season in Rupp. I'm not too sure. Playing Kentucky twice is a great thing right now. Uh, and, you know, I wonder about the availability of Tremont Mark for tomorrow, Matt. I wonder about the availability for Trevin Brazil for tomorrow, Matt. I wonder about Caleb Battle's knee or whatever it was that forced him to um, need help to get off the court the other night against Ole Miss. Um, you know, I saw I saw something happen last night where somebody that hadn't started a single game for Arkansas in two years, Carly Johnson for the women's team, uh, played nearly 36 minutes. She played more minutes yesterday than she had played at any other point in her career, more minutes yesterday than she played all of last year. You know, and, and uh, Denajay Harris got the start against Ole Miss. You know, Musk talked in the pregame show about giving him a start because he thought he might help with a little bit of energy and and I know he was only out there for a couple of minutes, but it, you know, it's, it's almost you feel like you need some kind of game from somebody that just just not expecting it from on Saturday. And when I see Carly have the game like that, you know, we got a lot of texts coming in that that wonder, you know, throw Joseph Pinion out there. You know, right now nothing seems to work. Maybe give somebody else an opportunity. I know Pinion has had a couple of chances here and there, but his playing time has been spotty. Same with Layden Blocker. And we're just, you know, right now we're just kind of reaching for things, Matt. And I think everybody's reaching for things. Yeah, you, you hope some of your veteran guys, you know, a guy like Jalen Graham, who, who's played a lot of college basketball, uh, you know, Kentucky's going to be athletic. Uh, that's, that's just one of the things they're going to do. Uh, you hope Devo can bounce back. Uh, you don't know. That's, that's the thing. Consistency, it hasn't been there. We've won one half of college basketball out of the 12 halves so far. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I I, I don't know. You know, it's like uh, in the movie Semi Pro. It's like she wants to be an astronaut. I don't think she can do it. This team wants to be basketball players. I don't think they know how to play play basketball. So it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the one. It's gonna be a long year for them. I loved I loved watching the women's team jump out to an eighteen nothing lead yesterday. But there was still in the back of my mind thinking, well, I mean they're they're so short handed that even eighteen nothing, you can't just you know, feel like that's a comfortable lead. Even with a 20-point lead going into the fourth quarter, you had players with foul trouble, only eight players even dressed, so nothing felt comfortable. Nothing that happens tomorrow in a positive sense will stick with fans unless they find a way to pull off an upset. You know, there's a good chance, Matt, on Monday that we're having some of the same conversations we had throughout the football season until, you know, you know people, we just sort of gave up on the whole thing. Um, man, they played hard. They, gave, they, they played with a lot of spirit. There's a couple of good things to focus on here and there, but, you know, still ended up with an L. Um, you know, that's not the direction that once, once you started, you, you know, you, once things started to go southward in, in, in terms of the football season, um, you know, that became a conversation we had nearly every Monday until the blowout loss against Auburn. Um, there have been too many blowout losses right now for Arkansas to feel that there's been anything positive to talk about. And I think that's also what's in the back of our minds. Like, if you felt that there was something to hang your hat on, you might have a feeling that they can win. You know, JT texted in earlier as I was trying to look for a little crack in the gray skies, say, well, what happened last night? Maybe it's not going to translate because it's two totally different teams. But anything can happen in this sport. Somebody can rise up and play an amazing game when you didn't expect it. But I don't think anybody believes that can happen right now. I don't blame you if that's the way you feel. I mean, we're, you know, we're, watching, we're all watching the same games, right? Do you know we're the only team 
in the SEC. I, I, I was now now this is just all total, not just SEC games. This is all regular season games going going forward right now. Well, Vanderbilt is with us, so Missouri actually has a better aggregate than we do. Uh, we we are oh my goodness we're we're minus one point three in points per game. Like we. We have we have given up more points than we scored. Only Vanderbilt has done that in the SEC. Every other team has scored more points. We can't get any stops. I don't understand. I don't understand why we think this team is going to all of a sudden magically start start winning games. This team's not winning any games. Let's go to Charlie on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Good afternoon, Charlie. How are you today? I am great, guys. Man, I agree. I don't think there's like this magic potion or anything. But what I will say. When you get to this point, Phil, in the season, and they're, what, 10-9, and 1-5 in SEC play, and the one game they won, they won about one point. And like you said, every other game, it's like they've gotten their butts kicked. I mean, I thought against Georgia on the road that they played okay, but, you know, like you said, you know, there's no more victories. And I, I guess you, you are right from the standpoint of, like, fans don't want to be like, oh, they played hard. Man, I would like to see him at least put up a fight for once. I, it, lately, it's been hard to even watch the game, you know, because they, they can't they can't compete, and that's been the real hard part about it. It's like it's not, you know, it's just like they can't keep up. But I, guys, I wonder when it gets to a point for us where it's like, you know what, I gotta play these young guys and just let them play because we're not. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying, you know, I don't. I don't want to be like, oh, you're quitting on all these old. But look, we're ten and nine. One and five in SEC play, Matt. When do you say you know what? I I can't depend on these guys anymore. I just got to play my young guys, Layden Blocker, you know, Bayfall. I'm playing Pinion. I mean, you know, everybody says he's a bad defender. Well, we're all the whole team is. We're they're all bad defenders. Yeah. So it's not like okay, you know, he's out there. You know, the only one struggling on defense. They all are. So that that can't be the excuse anymore. One thing I know about him is, you know, we, we don't have to come down and run this uh, the same offense all the time with him. You can run him off a lot of screens, and when he's open, he can make shots. But, you know, I get it. Everybody's like, oh, he's not athletic and he can't defend. Well, no, nobody on this team is playing very well defensively. So, I mean, that that's my thing. So, anyway, do you think Musk gets to that point? Like, I just got to play these young guys and roll with it. Anyways, y'all have a good one. All right, Charlie. Thank you. We we got a we got a bunch on hold here, but just to touch on that for a moment, it's like Matt. That was the kind of, that was the thing about Pinion last year. Why you'd have trouble getting on the court? Well, he's he's not defending well. Well, you had a team that defended pretty well. This is not that team, so it would make sense if he's out there. You know, as 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 coaches, you know, you can't you can't ask players, and and, and you see it more more in football as far as uh, guys playing cover two, guys playing man. Uh, asking certain guys to blitz, a- asking certain guys to to make plays in space. Uh, you got to look at what this team can do well, and then you got to you got to translate it over to the game and and put them in winning positions. And then you watch the team play, and we what they they don't know how to play defense. They don't play as a team. They defense is not just about me and my guy. It's about the other guys too in your team. And you got to be you got to be in cahoots. You got to be on a string. You got to be connected to each other. When one guy moves, another guy has to move. They they don't they don't play like that. Go back to the McClarty Daniel Hotline, and Eduardo the Sherpa is here. Eduardo, how are you today? And man, are you uh, 
You figure you're going to watch the entire game tomorrow, no matter what, or you figure, or do you ever turn the game off when it looks like it's out of hand, like the Ole Miss game when I fell asleep on the couch? Well, sir, I hope they come to compete, especially on our home court. You know, you know what I said yesterday, just briefly. You know, it gives me a bigger appreciation to watch Coach Sutton did, and what, especially, you know, taking it to new heights, what Coach Richardson did. I mean, it cannot be, you know, it just gives me, you talk about moments in time. I said yesterday, I've been blessed. You know, great wins in our program. This is not what our program is. Now, I'm not questioning Coach uh, Musselman's X and O's uh, as a coach. Uh, I'm questioning his, his system belief. And so, I don't think it's going to work. It's just my personal belief. Because so what if you recruit three hot dogs a year? If they come in here, they're not invested in our program. I'd rather get an in-state kid that's a three or four star and build a roster. And, you know, you you talk about being consistent. Let me tell you something. Matt Jones just touched on it yesterday. Look at Chris Beard. I, I don't care if he were to take over. Wherever sisters of St. Mary's, he turned them into. I can, look what he's done, and I mean he came in late, and look what he's turned that program around. I mean they play defense. He's got guys in the middle that can play tenacity D- defense. Danny, we're being a little bit of a prisoner of the moment the here. We're being a little bit of a prisoner of the moment here with a team that's not performing up to expectations that you've had or anybody else has had. Um, but this isn't a matter of, of, of Musa's way of building a team doesn't work. Because then what about the last three years? You think Ole Miss hasn't rebuilt <laughs> under Chris Beard through the transfer portal at least a little bit? That's just the way, that's the way things are done in this sport right now. It hasn't worked this year. But you know what? It worked the previous three years. In fact, it worked the previous four years. I mean, Mus, you were, you were ready to go to that tournament that first year if it hadn't gotten canceled. There's a good chance you were... You were going to be in that tournament the way that they closed out that season. So it would have been four tournaments in a row, three Sweet 16s in a row. To me, that sounds like the way he's built rosters has worked. It just hasn't worked this year. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas, is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. Oh, let's see some of the pitchers that are going to be thrown today for Arkansas baseball against a 2 o'clock scrimmage. Uh, Hagan Smith, Mason Molina, Jake Faraday, uh, Will McIntyre, Cody Frank, and Gage Wood. These are six guys you're going to see on the mound pretty early in the season. So 
not the most comfortable day to be out watching baseball, but I don't care. 877-377-6963 is our McClarty Daniel hotline. John's in Fort Smith. He held through the break. Appreciate your patience, John, and the phone call. How are you today? Uh, just fine, guys. Appreciate your show. Hey, I've uh, you know I've coached for years, and I, I tell you, there, there's one thing that I will say at the very first practice of the year. All I ask you to do is play your guts out. I mean, I, I literally just say, play your guts out for me. And, man, I've watched Arkansas teams in the past that have not been very good, but they've played hard. And when, when when you see guys out there just, you know, playing as hard as they can play and they're just not as good as the other teams, that's one thing. Uh, but this team don't even play hard. Now, I'm not there, – there's some guys on the on the team that do. Uh, you know, Blocker and, and uh, you know, there, there's several, I think, that play hard. I think Pinion plays hard. And, but, I mean, a lot of these guys I – mean, Davenport. Davenport to, plays hard. He just – he, he can't hard. laterally move. You know, it's just like he's he's not capable of, of sliding his feet. He's the one who twice but, has been the know, one that they've put on the podium post game, and he's kind of questioned teammates' uh, effort. Yeah, he gives effort. He's just not very good. You know, he, he can't stay in uh, front of you. I, you know, I'm, I'm really anxious to see when this year's over watch that because there's several media members that have reported and said that there are major things going on behind the scenes with this team, which I, I, I believe. I mean, it, it, maybe it would help explain some some of what we're seeing, but I think that's happening. But I don't, you know, they won't comment on it and say what it is. I mean, there's one in particular that follows them very close, and I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about, but... I mean, he has stated there's there's major things going on behind the scenes that that will help explain some of this, but he's not going to say anything until you know probably the end of the season. So uh, I'm I'm anxious to hear what uh, some of the issues are because Matt, you've played for years and you've been on teams and you've been in locker rooms. Uh, you, there something's not right. You know something's not right with this bunch. They, they can't be this bad. Something's going on. There's so. it's an interesting perspective to take on it because. You know, I've been around some teams that they might not really like each other off the floor, off the floor, off the field, off the court, whichever way you want to put it. But that does you don't have to like each other in order to perform well together. Like coworkers don't always like each other, but they can work together. You know, there's a difference between, um, you know, getting along in a friend sense and being boys and all of that and then getting along in a professional sense and in a you know, like a like a chemistry sense, uh, in terms yeah, of th- this group together uh, works. You know, I mean, what was the? You know, the I think there was. I'm, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. No, no. You know, you go ahead though. Well, there was the there was a team in the '70s. I think it was the Yankees that were known as. Um, you know, they'd win a games, and then there were 24 different cabs for 24 different players. They never hung out together, but they won games. They won World Series together. They just they just didn't hang out together. They didn't like each other very much. This team, to me, seems that I'm not sure if they like each other very much in a basketball sense because just the mannerisms on the court just kind of kind of give off that. Vibe they don't a move bit. for each other. They don't play for each other. You know, there's there's not anything going with purpose with passing the ball with cutting and movement. It's really just coach said we had to make four passes before we can shoot. So we're going through the motions. We're going to make the four passes and then we're just going to let Mark go one-on-one. That's, I mean, that's kind of our battle or, or whoever it is. Matt, I mean, you, you, you don't have to be 
buddies with with everybody that's on your team. I mean, in a football sense, it's almost impossible. There's just too many people. But there, I don't know. There's just that's what we that's what we refer to as chemistry. And it sometimes it happens off the field. Like I've seen with the Arkansas baseball team, the idea that you know they had off season ping pong tournaments together and you know all lived in the same quad um might have helped them a little bit um and in baseball sometimes that helps because you're literally around each other 24 7 um but you know i've seen other instances where it's just not quite like that you have to it's like uh falling in love with somebody in a professional sense right and i think in this terms it's just it, it, it they come across as oil and water well you got to have leadership and the thing about a basketball locker room to a football locker room is it only takes one in a basketball locker room to be cancer and to, and to mess it up. Football locker room, it's there's a lot more guys and it's 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 it you know one guy you can kind of you figure it out. But at a basketball, when there's only seven guys that really play, yeah. 12, 15 guys in a lot, you bring in one of these portal guys that came in and he's a cancer or a bad. And I'm not saying he is, but he's a bad locker room guy. It really can met, met, mess things up. The thing I see is lack of leadership from our, our guys that are supposed to be the stars. Devo, Mr. Razorback, he's supposed to be – I mean, he's he talk about inconsistency. He's Mr. Inconsistent this year. You don't know if he's going to play six minutes or 36 minutes. He's supposed to be the guy. I know as a player, as a freshman, as a, as a newcomer on a new team, you look – who's the leader? That's that's who you look at, and you try to follow that pattern. And I don't know if, our, if we have any leaders on this team. And it's like I remember when, – when did we even bring it up? The idea in October, maybe, of, of K.J. Jefferson, who sets all these records at quarterback for Arkansas uh, because he didn't have the kind of season that you or he was hoping for, would transfer somewhere else and finish out his college career somewhere else. And that's exactly what's happened. Now I'm trying to think in my mind of the same thing happening to Devo. You know, his, his NBA dreams were not going to happen, but... I thought there was a chance of him being, you know, around for a fifth there's, year and setting records for games played. But now you can kind of see, I mean, there's something up. There's something up. And I'd be surprised if he would stay at Arkansas for a fifth year. You know, that, and that's that's the other thing. These are some of the biggest games, the biggest opportunities, biggest moments, best atmosphere these kids are, are going to ever play in again. So you, you would think that you would want to give it your best. When, when I look at this team, Phil, there's one guy off this team that they could play in the NBA and maybe Bay fall later. You know, he has the height, but that that's it. Brazil's the guy that, that that get drafted on potential. And, you know, he has to work on his ball handling. He has to work on his bend. He has to work, you know, there's a couple things he has to work on, but you have to be built different to play in the NBA. You, you just have to be blessed. You have to be six, seven and rangy six, 11. And what, you know, with a seven, three wingspan, nobody else on this team's playing in the NBA. There's, there's not another guy on this. So you can go overseas and make a living playing basketball, but this is it. This would be your best time, your best, your most memorable games, your biggest moments that you're going to have. Or you can go in Lithu- you can go over and play in Lithu- Lithuania and when there's, you know, a thousand people playing and you don't speak the language. You know, that's what the, you can continue your, your professional basketball. It just won't be in the NBA. Brian's in Farmington. He's on the McClarty Daniel hotline. What's up, Brian? Hey, that's Greg. Greg in Farmington. Brian and Greg are two completely different names. That's a big whiff. What's up, Greg? <laughs> don't, don't, don't call me Brian because I think of Brian from Ozark. Yeah, no, no I am not Brian. No kidding. No. Hey, uh, I'm going to agree with what that last caller says because, uh, Phil, you know experience. I'm around the program a lot with some of the things I'm involved with, and I've been hearing some of the same stories that there's some um, strife in the locker room 
So, you know, I'm going to back up uh, what that last gentleman was talking about. And I'm going to agree with the comment that you made. Uh, either it was either yesterday or day before yesterday. You got all these great, good players that came from schools where they were the big fish. Well, now you get all these big fish into one pond, and now the fish are fighting with the big, the big fish are fighting with each other. And so you you kind of you kind of hinted at that comment the other day, and I'm going to agree with that. Is you know, there's too many eyes and not enough us. So I'm going to hang up, and I I just want to hear your opinion on that. All right, thank you very much, uh, Greg or Brian, either one of them. Um, you know, the more I think about this, too, like, and you hit on it, too, Matt, like locker rooms are very... ...that if there's a couple of guys you don't get along with or a couple of groups you don't get along with, there are other cliques that you can associate with. Um, you know, there are just more people to be around. So if you need to get away from a couple of the others that you kind of get cross-eyed with, you don't have to be around them very much. Baseball's a little bit of the same thing. You know, I've been, I've been around teams where even with 26 or 27 players on a minor league roster, you'll have three or four different cliques, and everybody had their group. There'd be a couple of guys that every once in a while would get ostracized and look. They're jackasses everywhere. <laughs> it just that's just part of life. Basketball, fifteen players on the roster, like you're saying, Matt, seven or eight, maybe nine that get playing time. You can't hide from anybody. I mean, you're around. You are looking at them almost every moment of the day. So yeah, there isn't a way to get around that. And the way they are playing, even down to the idea of just you know the laughing on the bench. It's not like you got to look like you're just miserable and. And, and somebody kicked your dog or whatever, but uh, people have been upset at, at seeing some of the on-court mannerisms when you're down by 30. So it just isn't pretty in a lot of different ways. Like we get a text out of the 501 right now. He says it's a sensitive subject because of the nature of the issue. There's some crazy stuff. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift, selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Dave and his team have all your holiday drink options. That includes Fireball and Bailey's Chocolate, Jack Daniels Crown Salted Caramel, winter seasonal beers, eggnogs, and more. Come by Eastside Liquor, 9390 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Now back to the podcast. Our man Neil Atkinson's on the McClarty Daniel Hotline from Bet Sarazen, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app with the conference championship games on Sunday. College baseball season three weeks away. You can get in your uh, early futures bets on Arkansas baseball. Major League Baseball, of course, is coming up. But it's all about the NFL when it comes to this weekend, Neil. I mean, and then it's the Super Bowl two weeks later. Um, right. And uh, that's, what, that's where you got to start if you're doing a betting segment these days. Oh, yes, definitely. But 
you know, uh, you know, football does take the center stage on Sunday, but boy, college basketball and the NBA, uh, you know, we are still seeing growth and increase week over week on that too. And, and compared with last year. So, uh, yeah, it, and, and, and this is kind of my favorite time. I mean, not kind of, it is my favorite time of year. Anytime you're in playoffs and, and then after that, then we've got uh, basketball season and March Madness on the horizon. And uh, and this time next year, you know, we're going to have college and NFL playoffs going on simultaneously. I think this weekend will be the national championship next year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, on the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, uh, this year is great. Next year is going to be even better. We got all sorts of fun uh, <clears throat> prop bets on the conference championship games, but one that really could get interest from Razorback fans, you got one about Drake Greenlaw plus ten tackles and assists. Uh, so, I mean, we 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 think a lot about the uh, the betting lines on it. The prop bets really are where it's at, and you know, you want to be local. Bet Sarazen's got something local for you there. Yeah, and and I tell you, um, you know, the state numbers came out, and we held our position in the marketplace, and and that's a testament to the hard work that we're doing providing Arkansas specific content uh, uh, to our users into our betters, you know. When you go to our site and you log in, um, if there's an Arkansas team in action, uh, you're going to see it right there on the front page if the game hasn't already gone off and in a live play. And, like, for instance, today, you know, Arkansas State uh, with the uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, you know, that game was was changed, uh, the time of that, and it's being played today. And um, the feed, because of what happened, is actually voided those markets, and we couldn't put it back up. So if you'll go to the site under the specials, you know, we recreated that content just on our site so it would be available. And, uh, you know, it's little things like that. Now, I won't get you wrong. A a Bet Saracen customer tweeted us and go, hey, where's this game at? And we realized what had happened. And that allowed us to get it up and and, and bettable for, uh, for, you know, for our our players. So little things like that, which which help us in, in, in getting the content up. Um, we had a, um, a, a text in from Andy in Mountain Home says he was having some trouble with the Bet Sarazen app. Were there some issues with the Bet Sarazen app at all recently, or has everything been working a okay? We've been we've been configuring some settings, um, um, and and some of the geolocation settings got changed. And yet again, our players say, "Hey, something's going on," and we were able to resolve it pretty quick. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're just. Uh, we're in the process of doing a lot of upgrades behind the scene, getting ready for a big upgrade coming up uh, after the Super Bowl. And uh, we were tinkering with some of the geolocation settings, and, and, and we got them out of whack for temporarily uh, a little bit yesterday, and then we went back and adjusted them again today. But everything was fixed within within a few minutes, and a few people had to refresh their app. But that's not uncommon. we got to do that quite frequently. and. But this time we had a little bit of a snag and got it fixed pretty quick. Neil, I know you can kind of tell the mood of the Arkansas sports fan when it comes to his or her Razorback teams, probably depending on where the money's coming in on whatever game they're putting money on. Right. It looks like uh, the line has been leaning towards Kentucky. Uh, what, what, what are you seeing for this game tomorrow? What do you think? You know, I just look to see if the uh, feed has released it and to see if anybody else has put it up there. I try to be the first on Arkansas lines. I haven't seen it out there yet. I'm thinking it's going to be seven, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, it, about where I'm going to guess where it is, just from some of the modeling that I've seen. It probably would be out later this afternoon. But, you know, an interesting note, you know, um, 
you know, the game against uh, Ole Miss uh, earlier this week, I think it's the first time that I can remember I've gone back and looked and couldn't find in a basketball game, whereas we're, uh, we actually had more money on Ole Miss than we did on Arkansas. And uh, and the players did very well on that game uh, on the Bet Saracen platform. So, um, you know, that's a testament. You know, the platform's been up almost two years now. We're going to start our third year of operation uh, coming up in May. And that just, just shows you how the betters on our platforms are maturing and not just always going for the home team. They're actually looking at the lines, and they know their team. And uh, I know a lot of people don't like to bet against their home team. Uh, but we have seen a little bit of uptick on individual props. So, um, uh, it looks like they're just moving their money from the main market to the secondary market or just betting in other teams because our, our year-over-year handle increase just, just continues to, to almost double uh, do, what it was last Do year. fans stick around for like uh, to, to do flash betting in games that get out of hand? You Because know, we see so many Arkansas basketball games now that, are, that have gotten out of hand. Certainly the last two have. You know, and and, and That's- I fall asleep on the couch. You know, but I figure, you know, one way you want to maybe stay awake, the flash betting, even if the game's gotten out of hand. I mean, you can see the direction a game is going. You might as well try to make a little cash off of it. Oh, absolutely. You know, we see a lot of people and, uh, you know, we analyze individual players and the way they bet. You know, we've got, you know, it's no secret that if we have a player that's doing very well, we kind of look at their bets. and, and, And when they make a bet a certain way, that gives us a clue and we may adjust the line. If it's what we call a sharp player, what we notice on some of those is that if they have bet it and the game's not going very well, they will use the flash betting and the in-game bets to maybe hedge or to mitigate what they may lose on the main market. So that's the advantage of that flash betting. And instead of just being able to bet the outcome or what the over and under is, you've got that full menu. And that way, if you got a player that's getting hot, like on a three-point shot, uh, you know, you can just bang away on the different possessions and uh, and 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 recoup or or, or you know uh, or, or or hedge your bet, like I said. So there's a lot of people that take advantage of that, and uh, that's that, that's part of the reason why flash betting is is becoming more and more popular. And we're seeing our in play action uh, approach to how much money we take on a game before it goes off the pre match, what we call the pre match, and and that's just that's what's happened in Europe, you know. Uh, there's actually more bets made during the game than before the game over in Europe, and we're trending that way over here in the U.S. and specifically on on bets Harrison. Yeah, I know that there have been some uh, data breaches uh, that have occurred at some of the bigger sports books, MGM and Caesars. This is obviously something that any company that uh, does most of their business or all of their business online has to worry about and take precautions for. What kind of precautions does bets Harrison take for uh, potential data breaches? Yeah, we, we, we take people's personal information and account information very, very seriously. We have all of that stuff segregated and behind firewalls and, 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 and tremendous security. But the one thing that we cannot fight against is, is that if you have used the same uh, username, like your email address, and the same password across multiple sites, so what we're seeing in the marketplace is not 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 specifically just Bet Saracen, but across and alerts that we get is with these recent data breaches, and I believe another massive one from somewhere else from one of the data brokers. There was a massive release not too long ago. Is is that um, if you've used that same password and your Bet Saracen 
password is not unique to your BetSaracen account, you are exposing yourselves to what we call an potential, uh, potential account takeover situation. Um, it's rare. It doesn't happen that often, but it can happen. And with all of these data breaches, don't reuse your password, especially on sites that have to do with money, not just on a gambling site, basically any site like your bank, your healthcare provider, you know, all of the logins that we have online. Don't reuse those and, and, and use the same one because if, if another company has a data breach and you've used that same information, you've given them the keys to your account. Now, thankfully, we have really good security software that can detect that, especially when it's done automated. And, uh, you know, that we monitor that 24-7 and get alerts if we see anything, uh, see anything strange. But um, getting ready for the Super Bowl, um, you want to make sure your accounts are protected. And here in the coming months, we're going to introduce a way to where um, your passwords may not be as as uh, as vulnerable as they used to be in the past, and it's going to make a a better experience logging into Bet Saracen, and it's going to be more secure. And we can't wait to release that here in the coming months, also. Yeah, just remembering passwords when sometimes even with phones and computers that remember them for you, they don't always remember them for you properly. Uh, right. Last thing, and you say I'm reading this uh, story about Kayshawn Booty. Uh, you know, getting arrested by the Louisiana State Police. And I, I, I keep thinking to myself, and when I read about some of the athletes in Iowa and Iowa State, and we know the story of Brad Bohannon, when, when, when will these cautionary tales take hold with every athlete that, that, that thinks, obviously, Booty didn't think he'd get caught or care that he would yeah. get caught. His own username was his name for crying out loud. Um, yeah. When are they? When are when are when are athletes going to realize they can't do this and they're never going to be able to hide from it? Yeah, I mean, w- one of the things that I'm seeing is is you know, of course, we're a partner with U.S. Integrity and we're integrating their prohibit bet uh, content that will 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 block somebody that that that's on a list or is a prohibited player from being able to make the bet or to alert us. So you know, to those athletes, the technology is there. It is a huge part of the education on part of the leagues and a part of the responsible gaming uh, arm of this to educate the players. And, and I know the NCAA is, is, is really ramping up the educational part uh, with the athletes. Um, just, just, they just got to know that there's, there are mechanisms out there to detect it and to catch it, um, uh, especially if you're using a legal online platform. I, it is, you know, for how many athletes that are out there, I do not think it's absolutely widespread. But there's always going to be isolated cases, uh, and and what's different now is, is a lot of these players are getting NIL money, and I guess they're just looking away and have more disposable income, and they think they won't get caught. But it's just a bad thing, and 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 you know, gambling and in, in your own sport has always been taboo, and uh, and now with today's technology. Just don't do it because you will eventually get caught. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Check out the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast at hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.